Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. Okay, guys, it's time to pour it out. Is this advice? Uh, yeah, it's fucking advice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's my fucking jam, bitch. If you thought I was going to pop culture, wait till you see this. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Wait, Taylor, I don't think we've ever done advice together. You know what's Probably crazy? because we shouldn't be giving it. We should not be giving it. Yeah, take it all with a grain of salt. Like, do what I say, not what I do type of shit. Or don't even do what I say. But I will say that Claudia told me whenever I could, like, fill in on the toast, uh-huh. the audience asked for me to do Dear Toasters because I give such good advice. What? I think it's just because yes. I'm old. Well, I love all the advice that you give me, but yeah, maybe it is just like wisdom that comes with being 40. What comes with being in your 40s? (laughs) Because I'm an old ass wise bitch. That's what you're saying. I want to just let everybody know on Patreon who can see my face. I apologize for my appearance. I am uh, 24 hours into my, uh, my. it's not Ozempic, but like essentially Ozempic shot. Which, Which one is it? It's Manjaro, but it's actually like... It's like when you go to CVS and you want herbal essence, but then uh-huh. like you get like CVS's herbal essence. That's like right. what I'm on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Generic bitch. Okay. So, so you are feeling it. really nauseous. Very. Taylor, this is day two of her going on Ozempic. And I, can I just say, I love that you're so open and honest Thank about you. this. Like, because let's take the shame that like, I feel like other people are putting on others that are taking Ozempic. Like, I Uh don't like going on Instagram and seeing people like shaming other people for taking Ozempic. Let everybody do what they want to do. Like, yeah, I think I think they're going to end up on the wrong. I think anybody who's like coming for Ozempic is going to end up on the wrong side of history. Why? Because eventually Um, we'll all end up on Ozempic. Absolutely. (laughs) Number one. But number two, I just feel like. It's it falls under the category of like body positivity. And so it's like my body, my choice kind of a thing. So it's like, why are you telling me I can't do something that's going to make me feel better about my body, especially when thin people are coming for it? It's like a super. No, yeah, not allowed. That's it's it's not fucking allowed. I listen, I'm not even on Ozempic. Well, obviously, because I'm pregnant, but like (laughs) I'm not even on it. But I feel like angry when I see Skinny people on their yeah. Instagram coming at others being like, I think they're on it. They're on it. They're on it. I'm like, who do you think you, what do you, you have a charmed life where you can fit in whatever you want. Like, you're not allowed. You're not and allowed. I will say too, it's kind of like coming, tr- like the Ozempic hunt is a little bit like, like outing gay people. I mean, <laughs> you're the only one that can I can probably say it. I maybe can say, it. say that say because it. <laughs> you are a lesbian. But like, yes. I would not say that's the same thing, Taylor. It's the same. No, it's not because but, your sex, your sexual orientation is something you can't control. It is who you are. It's in you. The, oh, the you choice you to choose Ozempic is a choice that you make. Well, not mean, the same thing. Fine. <laughs> Thank you for. Same. I'm gay. I can say whatever I want. That's true. You can say what you want. No, I'm you can, kidding. I'm not okay. pulling that card. No, no, please. I can't say whatever I want. I have to stop. Like the amount of times I've been like, and then I chose to be a lesbian. I'm like, I have to stop saying that. Like I was a better yeah. ally to gay people when Before. I was straight. Yeah, no, <laughs> totally. You were ally representative. I know. No, I will. Here's the thing, though. With the, like medication is very private, right? I'm mm-hmm. an open book, but that's my choice to be an open book. Like when I want an um medication for me being a crazy person and yelling at the world over wanting to steal my wife from me. Um, I had a lot of listeners ask me what I was on and I felt very like, um, I, I felt violated. Like I was like, how dare you ask my medication? And then I was like, 
then I got to a point where I was like, actually, I will share it because it might help somebody who is mm-hmm. struggling finding a medication that works for them. What ofs? Mm-hmm. But like HIPAA violation, like HIPAA laws are in place for a reason. Like medical Correct. history is private. So it's like, like try, like outing somebody's medical history and that Ozempic would fall underneath that. It's a medical decision. It's kind of dirty. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Like every time I see something about it, it just makes me feel so weird and uncomfortable. And I'm like, this is not the vibe for social media right now. Let's not be trying to out people for what they're doing, what they're taking to make themselves feel good or not. Like it's fucking weird. Yeah, but so, Kyle, yeah. Kyle Richards is definitely on it. You No, <laughs> we're not doing that, Taylor. We're not doing that. We're not I'm, doing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> didn't she admit that she was like, well, I'm not on a She said but she I, was not. But didn't she, she said, say that she was on another version of it? Like what I'm saying I'm on? I don't think so. I think she went out there to say, I am not taking Ozempic, all that, in, which it includes all the other things, the generic herbal essence brands. And she's been <laughs> posting a lot of like her workouts and her fitness and stuff. So like, let's just take... What what people say at face value, unless your name You're is right. Tom Sandoval or Raquel Levis. <laughs> <laughs> like, legit. Did you like, see the PR campaign came out? Way to the value. Yeah, no, listen, I said, I t- whatever. <laughs> we talked about okay, it last we're not, week. You we're not, did it. You I know, I'm sorry. Burn. It was just like, it was like that that joke. It was a wide open was door. Good. I had I to like walk through it. Otherwise, who the fuck am I? Like, I had to. So, whatever. Anyway, okay, so... Thank you. Welcome to another episode, a monthly episode of Pour It Out, where I get to answer. I have the privilege of answering listeners, you guys, your questions and dish out some unsavory, weird, not sound advice. (laughs) And I have Taylor Strecker on here with me. Um, She was on last week's episode of... uh, pop culture hour obviously because she does that every month but Mm -hmm. the reason I'm having her on again was well she's good at advice and um, is wise but also there was so much that we wanted to catch up on last week that we didn't like there's been a lot of announcements Taylor when this airs our tour will have been announced Ah! yeah I just got so excited yeah y'all I cannot I cannot keep this woman's (laughs) secrets any longer (laughs) it's so you do have to keep a lot of fucking you're pregnant the gender which i also know so i'm still not out of the woods Uh oh no you're not out of the woods and um and now uh we got you will you will yes the gender will be out there by this time i'm having a boy yes i feel so good to say out loud I'm so excited. So Tay and I had the honor mm-hmm. and privilege of getting to do the gender reveal with Stassi Boat in New York. And so your doctor sent Tay Donahue, because I'm like, I don't even know how to check my email. Yeah. But they sent... Um, it wasn't so we an email, knew though. what you were having before you guys knew what you were having. What an honor. No, let me explain, you guys. So... Uh, I've been so excited to tell the story because Bo and I were talking. We we're like, well, what do we want to do for the gender reveal? And Bo wanted to have like a big party and all that stuff. And I'm like, no, like, Bo, it's our second kid. No one fucking cares what we're having except I mean, that's for not us. Fair. People do care. But again, a it's, party, maybe not. No, it's like it doesn't matter. Like, it just matters to us. Like, it matters to like, you know, my mom, it, like matters like, you know, like not matters isn't the right word, but it's like special to like the parents, you know? Yes. I'm like, and I just, no, I've been throwing too many parties. I did. I threw Halloween. I hosted Christmas. I threw Hartford's party. I threw Christina's oh. baby shower. I'm like, I'm not throwing any more. You threw Christina's party. baby shower? That was so good, Stoss. It was really nice, wasn't it? Oh my God. Yeah, she, where was that? It was a she, well, that was at, um, it's, it's a house that she's living at right now. So it's not like I rented that location. What is that house? I'll I'll explain. I'll I'll okay. explain. Okay. Yeah. Off. And it's amazing. Um, so I was like, I can't I can't be throwing another party. Like, no, I just don't feel like it. I'm like, honestly, Bo, like, I don't why don't we just like have it in an envelope and like, you know, you and I do something special. And then I f- did the dates. I figured out, I was like, well, what week will it be that we are able to find out the gender? And I'm like, oh, it's the week that we're going to be in New York for Taylor's birthday. And we knew that we were asking you and Taylor to be our baby's godparents. Another, Which we did not know. 
So we didn't, oh. we had no idea. So when we got the gender reveal, we were just honored to get to do the gender reveal. The fact that we actually like got to be godparents. No, as well? it's so fucking special. So I was like, when we found this oh. out, I'm like, well, the Taylors have to do it. And so I texted you guys and I'm like, this is what we were thinking, just us four. And you y'all were like, yes. And I'm like, but which one of you bitches is actually gonna be responsible enough, <laughs> responsible enough to answer on, the phone? Man. Like not me. But like even Teddy, she takes naps. You know, she takes a lot of naps. I'm concerned for having a child, actually. Literally, she takes so many naps that I'm like, I know she's a responsible human being, but it's the nap taking that was concerning. Either way, her number was the one I still was like, she, I think, would be the most responsible Honestly, when it comes to answering the solid phone. Solid choice. I fully support it. Well, thank you. So well, then we were decided, like, well, where do we want to do this? And I'm like, um, Bo, what is the happiest place in New York City? And we were both like, Rolf's <laughs> German restaurant, the Christmas restaurant, because it's decorated literally every square inch of the restaurant is every decorated for Christmas. It's, it's, it's the most intense thing you've ever seen. And I just thought, what a better, like, there, there's no better spot, location that would just, like, bring so much joy. Like, it's we like can, Christmas projectile vomited all over the restaurant. Yes. It's Everywhere. magic, pure magic. Yeah. So I told the tailors, I'm like, that's what I want. I just want to go to Rolf's, have some German food, look at all the Christmas decorations, and you guys can tell us there. And so we went to New York, and it was the first thing that we did when we got off the plane. We went and yep. dropped our luggage off, and we're like, no, we're going immediately. Like, they had known for, like, five days. Yep. My doctor called them and they knew for five days and it was killing us. And so we got off the plane, went to Rolf's and Teddy had put together the cutest. So and anyone who wants to go watch the gender reveal, it's on Patreon, patreon.com slash Stassi. I put it out last week. It's so emotional and amazing. I can't and wait to watch it. I cannot wait to watch it. It's so freaking cute. And Teddy had made this white box and, you know, she said, open it when we were ready. And, um, while I was opening it, they played Bo and I's wedding song. Kismet. Sam cooks. Nothing can change this love. Like, what the fuck? I never hear that song out in public. Like, what are the fucking odds? How crazy is that? Crazy. So then we opened it and uh, Teddy had put in all this blue confetti with two little vans with vans so for baby so, boy. She's so considerate. And I am so not. Like, I know, I know. literally, I don't, I, I think I would have had the sense to like get you something blue like a blue ornament but that's like cute. that's that's really that's cute the best i would have been able to do well you know i'm what surprised I mean? you would have even thought of that because when bo and i were driving to the airport um he was like do you think they're gonna like do anything and i was like no i'm like they're probably gonna write it like in a card to like give us so, like we have like something to open up i was like honestly because it's teddy doing it like it'll be like something and i was thinking like maybe a card i was like if it was taylor she'd literally just get to the restaurant sit down and be like okay it's a boy <laughs> i'm so bad really it's so true i mean i just like what is i am a man what is wrong with me i, I forget anniversaries i don't write cards i don't even get first year anniversary gifts like what I need to like get my shit together. Anyway, I'm such well, a mess. Listen, thanks to your significant other. Thanks it, to my wifey. Yep. It was so fucking special. And this is the thing. So I knew I was having a boy. Like from day one, I felt so different. And How? then I you just the restaurant. Yes, I did. And I think it's on, it might be in our gender reveal it is that I, I talk about that because I, it was, and I don't know how to explain. It's not like I'm caring differently or, and honestly, my symptoms are all the same as mm -hmm. when I was pregnant with Hartford. I just feel calmer. I feel stronger. I feel like mentally tough. I feel just like a boss mama. <laughs> But don't I don't know that's circumstantial too. Like you were in a time. Yeah. Okay. Correct. And then I started second guessing myself because I was leaning so hard into being like, I'm having a son. Then I was like, what if I'm not? And I'm like, what if I just feel so different? Because this is the second time around and my environment's different. The circumstances are different. I also am more confident in my pregnancy and mothering skills because mm. I've already done this before. Right. So I'm like, I might be absolutely fucking insane. Like, and it actually is a girl. So like, don't get too excited about having a boy because it might actually be a girl. So then I'm like, okay, well, let's think about what's going to be exciting about having a girl. Well, I love being a girl mom. Like imagine mm. having two little girls. Like that's fucking amazing. But like, I really wanted to know what it was like to have both a boy and a girl. And I was so I scared about someone 
someone being like a girl competing with Hartford. Like Hartford, I, that. I think that's a big fear of a lot of parents. Like, a am I'm gonna have this first child? I'm so in love with it. Will I be able to love any child as oh, much yeah, as no. this first? Me and then if it's the same gender, day. it's like, oh my god. Yes, and Hartford's such a special kid. She's just like a star <laughs> and I just I don't I, like the thought of having another like little girl overshadowing her unborn exact, sister yes I get it yes yeah yes so legitimate fear yes and um I listen I didn't realize how much Bo wanted a boy like he was telling me that he was like I don't care like either way he's like I love being a girl dad and like I don't know that I have the energy to like have a little boy and like constantly be running around and stuff but then the second that we found out it was a boy Taylor that whole New York trip he was on and off crying he would go over and open up the white box in our hotel room like 15 times a day and just stare at it when we were out he would look at the video staring at the box he's like i can't believe i'm having a boy like i can't and it was so fucking cute so cute so cute oh i'm so happy for you guys this is like because now it's like no pressure no you want more great you don't great no it's yeah really... I, I think i'm i think i'm done like i think like you know i'm gonna make like Meghan markle and prince harry and just like you know do <laughs> do archie and little bit single white femaleness <laughs> <laughs> but before i go into the questions i do want to just say like i want to say a little bit about my pregnancy thus far because i I don't want people to start thinking I'm like, oh, God, she's so annoying. All she talks about is her pregnancy. Well, you guys, my last pregnancy, my one and only other one that I had, I couldn't talk about anything. So like this and I'm going to be honest, like for a really long time, I was really scared to get pregnant again because I associate pregnancy with hiding with loss, with like not talking, not speaking out, not showing my face, not going places, not putting together outfits. I, I associate it with just being a hermit in my house. Right. And so I I would say this to like my friends and family when they were like, well, do you want another baby? I'm like, yes, but like, I'm so scared to do that again. And people would try and remind me like, no, this time it's like being pregnant for the first time because you're yes. going to be able to live your life. You're going to be able to Go to, to dinner. You get to announce. I get to announce. I get to yes. t- talk about all the things. I can just like, you know, if I want to like get dressed in a cute outfit and go out someplace, I can. Like I can talk about things. So I just, this feels so different and so special because I'm finally getting to be public about it and open. So uh, that's where I'm at. And so if I turn, if I start becoming a little obnoxious, just like cut me some slack, you know? <laughs> Tell me some slack. This is my first pregnancy, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so let's talk about the tour. Okay, let's do it. I'm so excited. Can I tell you? No, I don't know. Like, um, we're you guys, we're recording this a little over a week ahead of time. Yeah. Okay. That's my fault. I'm gonna be in Portugal for Brian Kelly Points Guys 40th. Yeah. Uh, who I met and I fucking love. Is I met at your birthday die? and I just, this is the thing. I want to live in New York so bad. That's what your birthday party did for me. It made me realize that I could move to New York and this could be my group of friends. Literally. No, no, no. Like that's how it works. So Claudia, Claudia brought me in. So she yeah. brought me into the fold, which is very, it, it's so we, I just heard her on Taste of Taylor this past week. We recap like the birthday and stuff, but we were really talking about like mixing friends. Mm-hmm. And I was saying how, I'm really, I don't like mixing friends. I'm really bad at it. You know what? Speaking of being triggered, mm-hmm. like growing up, like being in groups of girls always ended really badly for me. Like I always felt like left out or like, you know, like ousted. And so even like in my adult years in college, like I had like this big crew of girls and like in the beginning, it's the best, but then like shit's the fan and then like you're fighting with the group and it's just a fucking mess, you know? So yeah. I really am very I, I own it. I'm really bad at mixing friends. Like, you're very generous mixing me in. Tay's, you know, Tay's always been very generous mixing me in. Like, I even get psycho about mixing my wife. Psycho. Yeah, but so, I think that's, you're kind of possessive and jealousy. Totally. <laughs> like jealous. But like her. But like, even like with friends, it's like, I I remember when you came to visit, like when we were very much first together, uh-huh. you came and stayed with me at my apartment, but she was basically like living there at the time, lesbians. Yeah. And you guys, <laughs> we were doing fashion week and I was used to doing fashion week with you. Yeah. But then Tay, you had hired her to do fashion week 
for you. So yeah. it was you guys going things and me meeting you. And like, I had like a mentee B like when you left and I was just like, <laughs> my best friend loves you more than she loves me. You probably want to hook up with her because she's so beautiful. Ah! Like I lost my mind. <laughs> You're so, insane. And I feel so safe and comfortable and love you so much. So like, it's, it's, it's not about me. It's not, it doesn't say a lot about the people I'm worried about. It says everything about Honestly, me. Honestly, you just sound like you've been watching a little too much Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Girl, hello. Seriously. All your feelings are valid. <laughs> right? So, but I will say, so Claudia, at the end of the pandemic, when we were like coming out of like into the world, she was like, oh my God, I'm at my friend's Brian's. I miss you guys. Why don't you drive here? It's like an hour from your place in Jersey and we'll go to a casino. And we were like, fuck it. It's a one day. We, we, we don't have jobs. Let's do it. Like, what were we thinking? But we went, but Claudia, and I remember being like, Claudia is so generous with her friends. Fast forward to Claudia admitting to me that she immediately regretted inviting us Wait, and was like, I heard this. She talked about it on the toast one time. And because uh, I'm a Claudia fangirl, a Jackie fangirl. Yeah. I, I can reference. I know that. I knew that actually. Yep. <laughs> but she was like, I was scared for two reasons. One was what if they don't get along? Two is what if they get along too well? Better. And better than I. Out. Yeah. And so that's the thing. So I said after my birthday, how happy I was. that I feel like you and Claudia, you have definitely know each other for a while. And I feel like you have your own relationship via work, but mm -hmm. I really felt like this trip, you guys like became like friend friends yeah. and I loved it. And it was a positive experience. But then I immediately was like, but then Claudia was like, you know, sometimes people just like get along really well. And like, it's not malicious. They like just vibe better. And I was like, are you trying to break up with me and tell me you want to <laughs> like leave me and go be friends with Stassi without me? Cause I will not stand for it. And then she was like, no, I actually feel like you and Brian, I could see cause like, he has a baby. You're having a baby. You're both 40. And I was like, I wouldn't do, I would never do that to you. And I was like, oh, speaking of which though, Brian is taking me to a play for my 40th birthday. It's the first time we're ever going to go out without you. She went, go listen to the episode. She went fucking hey, crazy. She lost her mind. She <laughs> cut to her saying she would stand over my bed and stab me in the middle of the night. That is hysterical. <laughs> so the moral that's of the story is, it's like a scary thing, but you, I feel like that's how it would go. Cause like, I feel so safe with you. Like you're one of the few friends that I could easily fold into a group and feel mm -hmm. like it would be perfect. Okay. I appreciate you saying that. That's so sweet. But this is the thing. I am like the least harmful person. I'm the, I'm the most harmless because I don't do that much. So like I yeah. wouldn't be going all these one-on-one -on -one things. You know what I yeah. mean? I'd be like, no, 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 no. No one. -on -one. We need to, we need to like kill a bunch of birds with just one stone. Yeah. We need to be efficient. So like how many more people can let's, let's invite the crew so we can, I can get some time in with everyone. You wouldn't have to worry about me going behind your back. Like, yeah. No, you know, I know, I know. So but, you're invited to the crew, but that's thank it. You. Okay, that's, that's fine. it. And Bo is such a great addition. He makes me nicer, more likable. Like, yes. you know, you pregnant is such a vibe. I have to say you are like the best pregnant person. Thank you. You are. You're like so fun. Like you're so down for whatever. You are <laughs> maybe more fun pregnant. <laughs> That's so nice. Does that mean I'm going to be the absolute most fun on tour? Yes, I think it does. And I was worried because, you know, that we drink. But like, no, I was worried too. Listen, no, I, you guys. You're going to be a delight. Thank tour. you. Yeah. Thank you. We have, you guys, we've been planning, talking about this tour for forever well obviously forever. we've been talking about it since we it stopped like so three years ago yeah but i was scared i was like you know what i was putting off becoming pregnant because i'm like I, but i want to go on tour and then i was like i can go on tour pregnant like why am i like saying that like it has to be one of the like i don't have to have four hundred and eighty nine Aperol spritzes every night to go on tour like Literally. this will be a whole different experience if I end up getting pregnant because we kept saying like a year ago spring tour a spring tour also side note now this tour will have been announced already but like one of my fears is that because of everything that's going on with Vanderpump rules <laughs> is that when we announce it on Friday or Thursday or whatever that people are gonna be like Oh, they're just going on tour right now because of all the oh stuff that's God. going on Vanderpump Rules. I'm like, that's, no. that's not kind of like when I got pregnant, when I was pregnant with Hartford right. and people were like, she just got pregnant because that she was canceled. I'm like that. No. Or when I announced my book on the day that it was Vanderpump Rules finale or something. I'm like, this, this, you guys, there's too many things always going on. And there's like only so many days in a week for me to make these fucking announcements. Literally. And I've been wanting to announce this tour, but I couldn't announce it until I announced my pregnancy because it's right. the mom 
Mommy Dearest tour. Exactly. So like the timing, yeah, well, it looks suspicious. There's nothing I could do about it, okay? <laughs> Fuck. Then you can't I just plan a tour in like a week. As a witness to attest to the fact <laughs> that this has been a long, this is not like, we didn't come up with this a week ago. That's you know, insane. <laughs> It's just so irritating. I don't know. And honestly, I might be like no, crazy. This Reddit might have come out. It already has that out for sure. Right. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. Remember how people reacted when Tay and I got Harford a cake cutter for her wedding one day? Oh, yeah. Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> no, you're people right. People be cray. Well, listen, we've been planning this for almost a year. It was like, yep. I'm going to go on my European Italian wedding in spring 2022 and then spring 2023 will yep. go on tour. Then I got pregnant. And I'm like, this will actually be really fun because it's going to be sobriety for me. I feel like I'm like Rihanna going on yep. stage pregnant. Like what a warrior. Yeah. What a queen. <laughs> yes. I like to hear it. She's glad to hear it. Stassi. Right. And I just think that like, I'm going to be better. Mm -hmm. pregnant I think I'm like gonna have my shit together even more because like I'm just focused as fuck and I got this baby boy inside me that I just we're just like a fucking team I love you this. know I um I actually because of the um Manjaro I think it's gonna really cut back my drinking so I actually might be like not sober let's not get crazy but like <laughs> not blackout wasted every single night like I was last year or last year <laughs> Poor Bo. Poor He's Bo. gonna be on it. Poor own. Bo. No, but the thing is, like, I'll have two drinks and be like Bo level tipsy. But you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're gonna like, I think we're all gonna be on our A game actually. I thriving. think so too. Like, and as I've been like redoing, like, okay, what is this like, what's this tour gonna be? Like adding things to like my set and all of that and, and things that yeah. I want to talk about and discuss. I'm like, God, my ideas are really good right now. Like I'm on fire. Let me just tell you what you guys can expect. It's straight up with Stasi. So it's like um this. We're gonna do a little bit of pop culture hour. We talk about like all yeah. of the pop culture gossipy things. We're gonna do a little bit of pour it out where we connect with the audience. We're gonna yep. have like a dash of the good, the bad, the baby where Bo and I can just be like, wow, look how different life is right now. Like as opposed to what it used to what we like on tour last time as opposed to what it's oh like having God, a fucking night kid and day yeah so it's like it's gonna be and a really fun time a little bit of like you know comedy yeah there is there's comedy in all of that but yes it will be a funny dancing we've talked about dancing <laughs> and karaoke yeah, again. i'm not sure if Can we, i mean you know what i'd like everyone to vote if they'd want that because audiences <laughs> might be like i don't know i think it's cringy they're going to vote yes. They're going to vote yes. Well, it, was the, it was the most, th like, it was the most, po like, reposted thing yes. that anybody would post after the shows was... Because it was cringy or because so it was fun? Because it was fun. Both! Two things can be true simultaneously. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's true. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be, I mean, last tour was so fun, but I think it's going to be even better. I'm really excited Taylor, for it. Taylor, three years ago. Three fucking years that's like over a thousand days i know and there were so many times where i would see like peers of ours go on tour and i was happy for them but i was like so sad for us like it was oh really my god hard to watch i went through like some dark moments don't you yeah. remember when i saw like my friends going on tour and like i couldn't and i was the one that like started this shit and i'm like yes what? i like yes. got depressed i was like crying all day long i was sad i felt like what I can't do the thing that that I started that like makes me my soul like sing hymns. I know of joy. I will, <laughs> I will say I've been like, you know, I I've I've been knowing I need to get back into like the live sphere in general, right? Mm -hmm. And um and so, but like I've just been like so scared too. So I'm so happy that we're doing this because I need a good kick in the butt, and you're the only one that's gonna get me back on that stage doing my damn thing. That's what's up. I'm telling you. I am telling you. And I. Like, so Brian Kelly's 40th, we're doing a roast. Mm -hmm. And I was asked to be a roaster, yeah. which is an honor and a privilege. So, of course, I said yes. But, like, the way I was, like, not okay trying to back out of it for, like, like weeks. And I finally wrote my set for it. Like, it's because it's a set. It's, like, comedy. Yeah. And the way I felt so invigorated, like, I am so fucking ready I'm to so crush glad. this tour. No, I feel that there way, no too. Words. I'm, I tell you, I feel that way, too. I feel so inspired. And, like, even if I'm not funny, I feel funny as fuck. 
you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, you guys, if you want to go and visit us on tour, where... Is it? I don't know the URL. <laughs> StassiSchroeder.com slash Mommy Dearest Tour. StassiSchroeder.com slash Mommy Dearest Tour. Why did we name it the Mommy Dearest Tour? Because I'm pregnant, I'm a mommy, but I still have an edge. No wire hangers. So, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like evil meets motherhood. You know, it's like evil yeah, mommy. She's still in there. You're like she has, she's a vibe. She's a mood. She's cool. She is. She's everything of the sort. Yeah, all she of is. It. Okay. Um, I am. Well, you could call me a convenience girly. I think I've been pretty open about the fact that, like, I'm like relatively lazy. Bo does the grocery shopping for the most part in our family. I prefer to order things online. Like, I prefer to go to Thrive Market, especially because I feel like it's way cheaper than going to the grocery store. It just like saves me time. So I'm. it's also saving me money. And they have things on their website that I just don't find when I go to just like the grocery store down the street from my house. Like I've become obsessed with, I also was obsessed with this when I was pregnant with Hartford, but Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But so like when I was pregnant with Hartford, I ate like all of the like real cinnamon toast crunch, you know, the kind that's like really bad for you. Not this time. This pregnancy, I've decided to try and be healthy about as many cravings as I possibly can be. So I've switched out cinnamon toast crunch for my Catalina crunch cereal, which is like a keto version with like 11 grams of protein. I can only find that on Thrive Market. So once a week, I go to Thrive Market and order like three bags of that. I also get all of my favorite Annie snacks from Thrive Market, all of the Annie's macaroni and cheese. Hartford loves Annie's things. I just feel like you find so much more on the website than you do when you go to the grocery store. And not only does Thrive Market save me money, but they're also saving me time. So I look for the filters on their website or on their app and they have over 70. So like if I want to look for new foods or something, I just put in all of the filters that I want and it narrows down to exactly the sort of thing that I'm looking for. It's fucking amazing. It's brilliant. It's easy to use. Join Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash straight up for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash straight up thrivemarket.com slash straight up. So let's get into... The pour it out questions, um, we've already gone a half an hour, so we'll probably do just like a few questions. And if you want to yeah. call in um, and leave a voicemail to be played on this podcast, the number is 844-666-SUWS. Reminder that if you leave a voicemail, it will be played. So if you don't want to put your name yeah. in or like certain details that like your friends will be like, I know it's her and she's talking about me, like then don't send it in because this shit is played. Right. Okay. Right. First one that I have saved. Hi, Sophie. I have been a huge fan of yours, and I've always admired you for your strength on, you know, what you stand for and who you are as a person. And I just was looking for some advice when it comes to friendship. I recently had a friend that just completely ended the friendship. She was the person that did my gender reveal. She was asked to be the godmother of my son, and she was just a really pivotal person in my life, and she just pretty much said that my friendship doesn't matter, and she's over it, and I just wanted to know how you would get through that. She's also a part of my friend group, and so it's a group of girls that we all get together a lot. We went to college together. Anyways, it's just there's a lot of close corners and it's a little bit hard to navigate how do I just pretend that she is now not in my life and an acquaintance now instead of a friend Um, I'd love some advice on this and how to navigate through thank you first of all I'm triggered I'm sure you are too (laughs) yeah this would be like you you this would be doing this to me this to each other no right well I did it to you 
I guess it, well, right no, now. No, no, I'll play the role. Yeah, just play the role. I like you being the mean one, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this was, she said, planned um, the gender reveal, godmother to her son. Like, this is literally, if you were to just say, I'm over the friendship, and then I was left having to be like, what? And we were, let's, we're like not even in the same years. friend group. Exactly. It's we even live in, worse. It's even worse. So like, this is the thing I, that my first question is, she didn't give you any reasons. She didn't give you any, any explanation. Like it was just a, like, it, it's hard to believe that someone just said, I'm, I'm kind of over the friendship. Like I need more, like there can't, that can't be I, it. I think would, there's probably more detail that we aren't working with, right? So, so we, it, it, it just is, okay? We, we, we can, our imaginations can fill in the blanks. Like, well, okay. I literally was in the situation. So I, like, we'll throw my scenario into the blanks. It, okay. it, it could be potentially helpful. Okay. So I had a big group of friends from college. Mm-hmm. I had like, I had my own individual friendships with everybody pretty much in the group. So like one of my really, really closest friends, I would say, in that group and I, we started to have some problems in our friendship. So I can only speak from my version, but like she was the kind of friend that had like a lot of drama always going on in her life. And I'm me, as you know, like I like won't call you for like a month. And like, mm-hmm. if you call me and tell me you need me, I will be there the best of my ability. But like, if you're not giving me play by plays, I'm not checking in. That's just not the vibe. And so she was somebody who felt like her friends were her family. So, and like, listen, I want to be clear. Like she went through a genuinely hard time with like her family. There was stuff with her mom. Her mom ended up passing away. Very sad, very real stuff. Okay. So like, I want to give her credit where credit's due. She was going fucking through it. But um, one of our mutual friends, we worked together. And so I went into her office and she said, hey, give so-and-so a call. Like shit's really bad with her mom right now. I said, okay. So I called and I said like, hey, I talked to so-and-so. They told me to call and said that things are really going badly with you right now. What's up? And she was like, you know what? I really hate that other people need to tell you to check in on me. Like, I need you to be the kind of friend that you're just checking in so often that like, you know, I need you. And I was like, Mm -hmm. girlfriend, how long have we known each other? I'm going to be honest. And of course, a series of major things had happened where this was always a scenario. I was in trouble for not being there for her enough and she wasn't communicating it to me. And like, we just like saw friendship very differently. Yeah. I was like, I need you to tell me if you need me. And she's like, I need you to be so engrossed in my life that you just know. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to be that person. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and we went back and forth for a while, but after a long time of kind of fighting, and I just got to a point where I was like, I'm sick of being a disappointment to you. So I just said to her, how about you just downgrade me? Like, I don't want to be enemies. Like, if you can't be my friend, please don't be my enemy. <laughs> like, I don't want to be enemies, but like, I also don't think we can be this love. Like, I can't be your best friend anymore. So like, yeah. want me to be like a friend or an acquaintance? And so she was like, yeah, I do. And we no longer speak. So, but I could see us maybe down the road, you know, coming back together because there was love there. But like, I I think it's probably something like that we're like right. it was a long time coming it, it had to but have I been will- a long time thing but which which the part that confuses me then is like why this person accepted the role of godmother and and went so far as to throw a gender reveal for her because like it, the godmother specifically because if you're feeling like this if you're feeling off right. in a friendship if you're feeling like you're you're capable of cutting this person off like you don't accept that honor. You don't accept that. You don't accept that. You you have to. It's fucked up. Yes, you you shouldn't. But a lot of people have no backbone. So they're just like, oh, well, it would be mean to like say no. So I'll say yes. Like, even though I roll like, I don't know what she's asking me. You know what I mean? Like, that, uh, like that's let's say that that's the friend's kind of like energy. Do you know what right, I mean? Right. Yeah. I, I would like never it. do this to you. I, I know be you wouldn't. I'm playing no. a role. I know <laughs> so many things have triggered me in the last two weeks or however long. Yeah. Um, I'm here for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also, I do think it's really important what you're saying. And especially as you like get older to find friends that are the same types of friends as you. So like maybe this girl who's talking right now, like yeah. I like, I want you to think about whether like y'all's friendship whether you guys were the same type of friends, because it doesn't yeah. mean that like 
eat either person is a bad person, but like when you expect the same thing out of friendship and you're giving the same thing and taking the same thing, it makes that friendship Mm -hmm. so much easier and pleasant and fun. So it's like, and it's again, like I've had friends where I'm like, they just expect too much of me and, and I'm not that I don't ask that of them. So like, I'm not that type of friend and it just doesn't work. And it's always just kind of rocky, but that doesn't mean that other person is bad or that I'm bad. It's just, we're different. Right. And that's why you and I mesh so well, because we, we operate in friendship the same way. So like, I'm not like secretly mad that like you haven't called me in a month. And I don't feel nervous about calling you after a month because we operate on the same level. I know that I'm not going to be quote unquote in trouble. Yeah. I think that's a thing too, though. Getting in trouble with friends is a thing. Mm Mm-hmm. It's fucking annoying. There is no good or bad, but like, we're better. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, I want to be friends with people like us. Like, can you imagine? Like, so I am mad at my friend. Like, friends are fucking sprinkles on the goddamn Sunday. They owe you yeah. nothing. Like, so, you know, well, I mean, they owe you something. I don't you know. know yeah, saying? I don't know like, if I agree with that. They do owe you some things. Loyalty. But if they're not giving, <laughs> but like, if, if you're always in trouble. No, they, okay, no, no, no. Loyalty. But like, they don't owe you, you're not in a, <sighs> I don't know how to say it. It's you're like you're not in a relationship. You shouldn't always be mad at your friends. If you're always mad at your friends, like you shouldn't be friends. Yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean? No, I completely get that. That, that made no sense. <laughs> no, it did. It did. And I, I just, like I simple. I just feel bad for this caller because, like, that fucking sucks. It's the godparent to her godmother to her kid, and like that that sucks. I hope she has. I hope she. I hope this friend had given her some sort of like explanation, like because she does deserve that, like. She does. And then, okay, so this is a cheesy thing, but I used to always say it to myself, because trust me, I want to like speak directly to the girl who called in. I have definitely been on the receiving end of feeling like I'm not wanted in a friendship. So like I've been there. I understand that role. But like you deserve to be celebrated, not tolerated. And this clearly yeah. just tolerating you at the, at the very best. Totally. So the, the tricky part is that you're in the same friend group. But I just say like, just know that you didn't do anything wrong. If you do feel like you did something wrong, you can always course correct it with an honest conversation. Mm-hmm. And like, it's okay to downgrade a friendship. Like that friend that we were acquaintances, we lived in the land of acquaintanceship for a while. It was a little weird, but like, it's still doable. And I still have a lot of good friends. I lied. I have one friend from that friend group who I'm still really close to. So, but I, but I had to be very honest. I was like, you have to separate my friendship with everybody else for my friendship with you because I'm not getting along with other people in the group. Yeah. And as adults, we should be able to do that. You know? I totally, no, I totally agree. I think I struggle a little more with the acquaintance thing. Like once I've been really close with someone, I, I struggle, I, I feel awkward. Like there's a lot of people that I've distanced myself from yeah. and some of them I've cut out completely. Other people I've just distanced yeah. myself from. And I feel and in my brain, I'm like, I'd like it to be so that like whenever we run into each other, like it's fine and we can catch up. But like, I feel awkward. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable because I'm like, well, I distanced myself from you because you're A, B, C and D and you make me feel A, B, C and D. So like, it's not my vibe. <laughs> it's like, I don't like it. It doesn't make me feel good. I mean, it, I might be the problem. I can give advice, <laughs> but the truth is I'm a liar and I don't take my own advice. So I'm just like you. Like, it's a, it, it's really, it's doable, but it's very uncomfortable to like it downgrade is. a friendship. I feel like relationships, if they're not move, if they're not staying the same or moving forward, they're done. Moving yeah. backwards is kind of not an option. Yeah. <laughs> but you just got to make do with what you have. But like, if you feel super weird, like, don't worry, Stassi and I totally have been fucking been there. And it's yeah, like, I know, like, I feel like super I, weird all yeah, it's, the it's time. Like if we're not close people. friends, we're just, we are, we are enemies. <laughs> okay. You are really good at advice. Tay. Oh, it sucks. I'm sorry. All right. Next well, thanks, question. Because I've lived a long time because I'm 103 years old. <laughs> if you are a small business owner um, that has to ship things often, I'm one of you right now because since we're going on tour, I've been selling my tour merch from the last tour we went on because we're not doing tour merch this time around. And going back and forth to the post office, that is time consuming. I have been using stamps.com and that makes everything so much easier. Stamps.com, it lets you print your own postage and shipping labels right from your home or office. So it's ready to go in minutes so you can get back to running your business sooner. 
It's a one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. You get access to the USPS and UPS shipping services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. So no lines, no traffic, no waiting. This is what efficiency is, people. So set your business up for success when you get started with stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code Stasi for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code Stasi. <laughs> Next question. Hey, Sassy, it's Molly. Um, so I was calling to um, talk about something just interesting. I kind of wanted to get your perspective on it. I was listening to you and Taylor's um, podcast a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was more than that. But Taylor sometimes brings up the fact that she like doesn't like herself, which is crazy to me because she's amazing. Um, but we all have those moments where we're just like self-loathing, like we just hate ourselves. And I came across this theory that said, that if you're feeling this way, that you should do something by yourself, but do something that your eight-year-old self would like. So I kind of have been doing this like without knowing it because I like to watch TV shows that I used to watch when I was like around eight years old. And this really like calms me down and like makes me feel like more comfortable in my skin. Um, so I was kind of just wondering from your perspective, like what would you do if you're feeling this way? Like if you wanted to do this practice, like what would you do with your eight-year-old self by yourself. All right, thanks. Bye. Okay. Oh, that's so sweet. Ridiculously sweet. And uh, like, there's so many things like I want, like th this question is like a little layered because there's the whole part about not liking yourself. Um, but then there's the part of doing something alone that your eight-year-old self would love. And I was trying to think of that. And I was like, I don't remember what I liked when I was eight. <laughs> Like I, me neither. I don't like what grade was I? And I was like, that's an that's an age that's kind of hard. I was like, did what? Why the eight? Why why eight? You know, it's very specific. And because I bet it was like the lat. Like I bet it was like I, I bet that's like the general age where like kids like still have that like childlike innocence. Maybe okay. Then oh my god, I got it. <gasps> I know what okay. I know what it is. I know what would make me happy and feel like good and connected with myself. And like this might surprise people because but maybe not because I have become rather naturey as of late. <laughs> but like my favorite That's thing it. I remember about nature being <laughs> I cannot with the nature. Let, I cannot. Let me have it. Let me have it. Okay. <laughs> my favorite like when I think about like my favorite mem like kid memories. It's like after school during fall. Okay. So it's like brisk weather. It's like, it's chilly. You smell like the leaves and all that stuff. Like, yes. and I just remember like my happiest times. It's like after school when we would like all go out, like we already like dumped our backpacks and we would just like go play outside and, and walk from like one friend's house to the next. And like, that was just so fun. And it it made me realize, like, as we were just talking this through, that I feel so happy lately when I go on walks outside, given that the weather is like this right now. Like, for us, it's like fall right. weather. Right. It's cold. And, like, I, I go on walks all the time throughout my neighborhood. And I'm like, God, I feel just like good about myself and I just like like the vibe I like what it is and it, it and sometimes I'll even say to like Bo or whoever's walk I walk with Sonia our nanny I walk with her a lot and I'll yeah. be like oh my god it smells like like recess in New Orleans or it smells like Halloween in New Orleans like it it just like yes. and that makes me so happy that's what I would do so <laughs> Okay. And I love a walk and, and walking just really good steps in and getting outside. It's just like good for endorphins. So that totally tracks. And I used to go on nature walks with my parents and stuff when I was little, but like, this is alone, oh, so, right? So you like, so you like nature too. I, I'm a new England girly. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. That's real nature, Stassi. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. No, I, I know. I know. <laughs> so... I Googled pop culture 90, 1991 just to like figure out because that I was born in 83 math. I'm so good at math. So when did you just do that um, while I was I talking? That, like I. Yeah. Just now. 
You literally just Googled that just yep. now. Okay. That was so impressive. Yeah, I thought you I were everything like, you said. I thought you were hardcore listening to everything that was coming was. out of my mouth. I was. I hello, I spent over a decade in radio. Four hours. We had to like be able to multitask in order to I was answering phone calls. I was looking up facts. I, I was can't talking do that. while doing it. That is a true fucking it's a gift. Skill, baby. It's a gift. I'm Thank so you. impressed. Thank okay. Thank you. So I, I can't believe it. And, and I did seamlessly. So um, Beauty and the Beast was like at, at its height when I was eight. I love Beauty the and the Beast. The Adams Family. Perfect and I watched it a lot. Shots. <laughs> Sorry. Terminator Continue. 2. But honestly, what really resonates with me was Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> love that movie. My, still my favorite movie. So in order to connect with my younger self, I'd like to go by myself and watch <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Um, God, you know, when I was little, I used to like rollerblade by myself. I I was a little bit older or like also I was like big and in, big into bike riding around my town. And I think maybe I need to get myself a pair of rollerblades and shout out to Jesse Jollis, who I, I worked with. Uh, like she works with me a lot in the Taylor Strucker show, but you've like met her Jessie. for work stuff as well. Yes. She is like... She is like nonstop and hounding me for a year to get fucking rollerblades and to rollerblade with her. And I just like haven't done it. I don't know why, but like this is my sign to do it. I'm going to get the goddamn rollerblades. It's the fucking spring. I'm going to roller. Come on. You're, you could be on Ozempic <laughs> and rollerblading. I mean, like how fit. <laughs> the, the epitome of fitness. Wait, but I do, you know, I um, do have a question for you. Because I don't believe, well, I guess yes, it's, go. first a statement. I don't believe you when you say you don't like yourself. No, I don't. I really don't. And it's sad. And it's the truth, though. Like, if you heard the way I talk to myself on a regular basis, it's like psychotic. And I do make a joke out of it because, like, my pain is, like, my best content, and like I self-deprecate because it's like my comfort zone, but like it's definitely rooted. Like I know Claudia loves herself. I know you love yourself. I know my wife loves herself. These are good things. Like, and do you know how mad it makes me when I know how much my wife loves herself? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, that's so nice for you. Way to not be relatable and connect with me. But like, I have too many people in my life that I know, like my mom loves herself. I can tell. So it's mm -hmm. like, what went wrong? I really don't know. <sighs> Like my brother-in-law, Steve, he really like feels himself and I feel that like I'm, I'm really into that energy and I surround myself with people who love themselves probably because there's such a deficit in my own life. But like, I really just, I'm so hard on myself and it's not just physical, it's not just weight gain, it's not the way I look. Um, it's also like, like work like I always am like degrading my own talent like we'll be on tour I guarantee I'll cry like the first couple nights because I'll think that I totally sucked and like ruined everything like mm -hmm. I am always giving like I'm really excited for this roast I'm going to do for Brian's birthday like I'm prepared I've got good shit and I'm probably gonna cry after like I no, and I hate you, living you like do, that you do you do that all the time like you second guess everything you do everything you do you fucking second guess second guess yes, it, it is a everything. waste of time and I just don't get why, because you're such a special person and so many people love you. And like, how? Like, and I know your parents, you have wonderful fucking parents and a wonderful family. Like, I, they, they build you up. Everyone, like, what the fuck? Is this just something you were just born with? Like, like I this? Think, I think I learned it from my dad. And I he'll and he would totally like co-sign this because we just talked about it. So my dad, were you like here for the conversation about my dad like saying he has a woman's heart? No, <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> so okay. my dad's been doing like my dad's been in a funk for like the last I don't know five years. He's really disillusioned with medicine. And think about that like you spend so much time in school, you go into debt, like all these things to be a doctor and like kind of be promised a certain life and then fucking insurance companies come in and they ruin everything, right? Right. So he's kind of been in this like this bad headspace and he's worried about retirement and all these things. And in like the last year or so, him and I have like really had like very open conversations and I've been doing a lot of self-work and I think it really inspired him. So like, it's so funny because I, I was the one that like started the conversation and now he's the one that's like, girl, you know what you need to do? And I'm like, I'm the one that told you to do this. Like he was, the, I was the teacher and now he's the expert, whatever. He's happy. He's thriving. So it's great. But 
he was saying to me at dinner, like, I'm doing all this work now on myself. And like, I'm so happy. And like, he's literally like gone, like, like totally flipped from like grumpy to like Mr. Sunshine. Mm -hmm. And he like has said to me, you know, I spent my whole life being so hard on myself and never enjoying the work that I did and the things that I had. And like, I'm in my sixties now and I'm finally seeing it. And like, I don't want you to waste your whole life doing what I did my whole life. So I think it's like a generational learned behavior subconsciously. Damn. Well, you know what it sounds like? You need to buy yourself some rollerblades. Get out there. (laughs) Connect with your eight-year-old self. Amen. I'll do that. Rollerblades, a fucking men. Let's dig in. Let's do it. All right. Next question. Hi, Stassi. Um, I've been a huge fan of yours. Even pre-Vanderpump days, we're talking Amazing Race days, Queen Bee days. Always watch old episodes of Vanderpump. Um, So excited the podcast is back. But I'm calling in because my boyfriend and I have been together and we're about to move in together. We're talking about getting married and he says he's going to propose next year. That could be absolutely any time next year just to keep me surprised. But I kind of want to nail down something a little bit. I want to have a little bit better expectations. I know a year kind of shortens it. Um, but I just want to know, just for wedding planning purposes, you know, we're in our early 30s, about to turn 30, want to kind of plan all this so we can baby plan like we've been talking about and such. And I know I'm just very type A with all of this, but I just really want to be able to nail down um, stuff a little bit better to be able to timeline and still enjoy all of it. So how do I kind of help figure out when this proposal will actually happen? Will it be next year? Will it be on our anniversary? Um, Just trying to nail down a little bit more. How do you help guide uh, senior proposal process? So any advice on how to help with this would be extremely appreciated. Um, Absolutely love you. Love listening every week. Thank you for all you do. Okay. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Um, I loved this question. There was a lot. It was long. It was intense. Okay. And I'm, I am a little worried for her. I'm a little worried for her because it, I don't feel like she's going to enjoy any part of the wedding planning Uh -uh. process or the wedding itself. If she has this mentality, like I will say what may I was, I'm going to brag. Okay. And people say this about me. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was the fucking chillest coolest laid back bride and i had the best fucking time the whole entire time leading up to it in in italy the day of the night like afterwards like and no like post-wedding depression like i mean every part of it i fully enjoyed and i think that's because you you gotta relax (laughs) You have to relax. You got to let go of controlling everything. And you have to just get to a point in your mentally where you're like, where the way that you think is you're like, I'm just so lucky to be able to have any sort of wedding. And when you, and that's how I felt like that was my mindset. Like after 2020 and everything that was that and having to postpone so many times and the wedding not having to like uh, downsize the wedding. I was just so thankful to be having one at all that I had even texted my wedding planners like you put like you you give us fucking pizza on paper plates and I'm still going to be so thrilled to be in Italy having a wedding at all. Like I just felt so grateful that like that's what made me enjoy every part of it. And this person is not going to enjoy <laughs> it because she's going to yeah. be too obsessed with controlling. I Love. feel like you were this so way, though, I just my with 40th. your engagement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I didn't know any better back then. That was <laughs> that was <laughs> so what changed it? 
Um, a little bit of humble pie, a little mm. bit of rock bottom yeah. changes that a little bit of like perspective, a perspective, having a child, like new priorities, just things shift in your life. I, yeah, if you would have told me this back when I was being a psycho about my proposal and, and, and all of that, I don't know that I would have been able to change myself without a catalyst. So how are we going to help her? Hmm. Well, because you've experienced it. So, for example, was your outfit your um, dream outfit for your proposal? Fuck no. I know the answer. <laughs> Fuck exactly. no. I hate it. Did it take it. away? Did it take away from the proposal? No. It's just oh, as... Okay. I thought you were going to say yes. Well, yeah, no. I mean, when I look back exactly. on the photos, it takes away from the photos. Like the photos are a little bit... Well, oh. Now you're feeding into the fears. So these are her fears. Yeah, like, but no, but I look back... is like. Yeah, I look back and it's still like the greatest proposal, but like, do I hate that outfit? Yeah. Okay, but, but, so you can either have, like, you can have a proposal where not every detail is perfect. Your nail color is not exactly what you want. Your outfit's not exactly what you want. The location might not be exactly what, but you lose the element of surprise. Ask my wife. She picked the day. Oh, this is okay. Wait, hold on. I'm getting confused by your by your point. And now I'm hearing your point. So when I heard her question, I didn't take it as she's really concerned about what the proposal will be. And I took it as she needs to know exactly when so she can start planning for the wedding and start baby planning. That's what I took. But it I think as. it's all tied together. Right. Totally but I think is. that what you you're right. But I think that you made very valid points because if you're going to be like this about the proposal, you're going to be like this about the wedding times a gajillion. So yes, this yes. all, it all wraps up together. But like my wife said to me, we picked out the ring together because I want to make sure she liked it. Mm-hmm. And she literally said to me like, oh, so we're going to get engaged tomorrow on a Tuesday. Why? Why? Because she said so. Now, it was still great, but like we both knew basically everything. I only surprised her with the photographer and that we got that I proposed her in front of Marie's crisis. That was the only surprise. Mm-hmm. And I regret that. So I feel like... Why do you regret that? Because that I wish there was more of an ele- element of surprise. I think it's romantic. I think it's... I, 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 I think it's just... It makes for a better proposal. So she has to think about like, wh- like you know, how important is that surprise moment for you? Because you're going to yeah. single-handedly ruin it if you mm-hmm. can't give up control. And it's also like Stassi said, a good exercise in giving up control before the wedding. Yeah. You know, you're you're absolutely right on everything. But maybe the element of surprise isn't something that she values, which like in that case, uh great, good like go and talk to your partner yeah. and be like, I don't need that surprise. To me, it's more romantic for us to like be in on this together, which like I'm not mad at that. Like some surprise, you know, I'm not a surprise person. So like surprises are are sometimes a little overrated to me. So like I, it would have saved me a lot of stress, honestly, if Bo would have just said, I'm doing it on this day. Calm down. (laughs) Now that I think about it, maybe the surprise wasn't the way to go. (laughs) But wait, guys don't get anything. This is like the only thing they get. No, listen, I love my So maybe this is the conversation. Maybe the conversation is, are you dying to do this and have this big thing and pick out the ring and surprise me? If you are, I'll shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. If you're kind of like nervous and you feel overwhelmed, let's just do it together, babe. Maybe that's the vibe. Totally. You're right. Just determine it together because you're going to be living the rest of your lives together. So it's a really good exercise in doing that. And I, I also, I think that's a really good advice. And I also think that if this is about timing and you literally just want to know the date so that you can plan your wedding, I would say, what is the last date in the next year? Meaning like, what's the last possible day that he has to propose? Act like it's that day and go forth with your secret wedding planning <laughs> as so if funny. that's the day that you get, you're getting proposed to. That's smart. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> and then if it comes earlier, well, then great. You have a you have even longer to plan your wedding, more time than you thought, you know? Yeah. A long engagement is the vibe. In my but not when, opinion. but yes, but not, not when you want to have babies, Taylor, not when your biological oh, right. clock is ticking and you'd like to not be pregnant in your wedding dress. So it's like, okay, it, sometimes fair, a long fair. engagement so is realistic, but like, can That's this person call us back and let me know, please, 
how this all goes. And like if she decides to just relinquish control or it might have even happened. You know what I mean? Like it's probably happening next week. I just (laughs) I need follow ups from this lovely lady and like best of luck and I fucking love proposals and like getting married and all that shit and I wish I could do it all over again you're so lucky you got to do it twice Tay (laughs) I know (laughs) okay Um, do a vow renewal that's if if we did a vow renewal it would be like in 10 years and it would be like because we have like lots of extra money to spend that we're like let's plan a whole like vow renewal like think of like what I could spend that money on a bigger house, Girl, I know. living part time in Italy. You know what I mean? Yep. Valrenal is I get it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is an hour. And I told you that we're only answering three questions this week because we took up a lot of time in the first half. And because Taylor isn't feeling good because of her Ozempic, I said we would keep it short, but it hasn't been short. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> for being I just love talking to you. I can't help myself. I honestly I feel better too. talking to you. I know. I honestly I I think about you. it all the time. Like, should we just start an extra podcast together? We could have, th- I'd have three podcasts. I mean, it would be so fun. You know, I'm not going to say no. It's so, so fun. fun. Uh, um, again, you guys can go I mean, watch this on patreon.com slash Stassi and you can buy tickets to our tour at StassiSchroeder.com slash the mommy dearest tour. Uh, Taylor, where can everyone go listen to you in all your different avenues? She also needs more followers. First off, please follow me on Instagram at Taylor Strecker. <laughs> T-A-Y-L-O-R-S-T-R-E-C-K-E-R. I'll even spell it for you. Um, and then definitely go check out my podcast. Uh, it's with Dear Media. It's called Taste of Taylor. New episodes come out every Thursday. And then if you're like fucking obsessed with me or you just have like money to burn and you're just like, I want to tip Taylor for being fabulous. Go to my Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash the Taylor Strecker show. Yes. And please go and there's content there, by the way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rate, review and subscribe this podcast, please. Please. Yes. Um, thank you. I love you. I love you. Bye. Bye.